0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and today I want to talk about family time. So I bring this up because I've been reminded over the last couple of days the why. Behind relocating and coming to the area that I'm at now. So I had these wonderful experiences both yesterday and today spending time with my family. And I have to say they were amazing. It was really magnificent to spend that quality time with my brother my sister-in-law and my nephews and their families and in those moments like I'm not gonna lie um, there was some part of me that did feel like there was something missing um, because you know my other nephew wasn't there but I really enjoyed the time that I got to spend with the other two that were and it's weird because like I think about this and I feel like to some degree or another everybody that's here you know what I mean that you know was involved in this Family situation yesterday has had, I guess I would say, more time um, in person to get acclimated to the present. And by that I mean, you know, that their brother or son is no longer here. And this is something that for me. Having lived at a distance for such a long time, I really only got to spend that quality time with my family in that way on special occasions. So, you know, they're few and far between. Like, I know there was one where my dad's ex-wife, when she retired, got to spend time with that. You know, pocket of the family then, or when my brother got my other brother got married. I think that was like that was another you know time frame of getting to spend time with that pocket of the family. Um, when my grandma turned ninety, so um, having lived. At such a distance as a family, you know, the only time I've really gotten to spend these quality time with, with these parts of my family, you know, just in general over, you know, since we were all living in Indiana, fuck. So that's probably been since about, for about 25 years, realistically, the only quality time that I've gotten to spend with my family has been at special occasions and no, I'm not talking about holidays. Just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, very rare special occasions. And so, this is the first time that I have really got to experience this. Like, really experience this. Um, and, and, I don't know, it's entirety, you know, in that kind of like a way. Because the last time... I was around with any kind of consistency, you know, this is this is about 25 years ago, right? And so the last time I really spent any quality time just for funsies, you know, with my nephews was about 25 years ago. And they were little. You know, they weren't fucking grown-ass adults. This is back when they were little. And so It was eye-opening and kind of like, ooh, holy shit. And what's interesting, I had a really good conversation with my sister-in-law. And this goes back to the whole fucking family time thing, right? Um, I had a really good conversation with my sister-in-law today. um, And we were discussing that and... You know, one of the things that she pointed out, and I'm assuming this is probably true of anybody that's really experienced that kind of a loss. You know what I mean? The loss of somebody that is really close to them, and that really mattered to them, is that, um, like, as a mother, you know, she seeks comfort in knowing that her son's life made a difference to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that he he had a positive impact on others. Um, Despite everything that happened, this is something that warms her heart in spite of the current circumstances. And, like, I can relate to those sentiments in some way, shape, or form. I just, like, I myself have not experienced that caliber of a loss you know like I've experienced different losses but not in that way you know because like I don't I don't fucking have kids so you know what I mean I can't yeah that pretty much is that's very self-explanatory I I don't have kids I've never been pregnant to my knowledge so if I have lost a child it is news to me um I've never missed a period so yeah like that's not that's not been my life experience you know and so but I I can definitely understand where she's coming from with that you know that that's that that's something like that it's important in the way I guess this is my description of what I picked up from the conversation you know is that um, it's important to carry that with her you know like aside from all of the memories that she has that, that knowing that he mattered you know and I think at the end of the day um, that's really what all of us want for ourselves you know at least I would hope is that is knowing you know when, we're, when, it, when it's our time that we have had a positive impact on the people that we engage with You know, and I realistically, I don't think a lot of people are cognizant of how the way they interact with others is impactful of them, be it positive, negative or neutral. It's just something that I I feel confident in saying that the majority of people do not have that level of self-awareness nor do they have that ability to fully empathize with people that they are engaging with, you know? And I will say, for me, the high value people in my life are, you know what I mean? Like, the the high value people that I keep in my life are capable of those things when, you know, when needed and they, they have something that they bring to the relationship and yeah, like I, I think these are just important qualities to have overall but what's interesting though is in our family time yesterday, so, we ended up going out on the water, right? And so, we're having, like, drinks and hot dogs and snacks on the boat. We park at the beach, you know, go out and do some swimming, do some walking on the beach. And it's just, it's family fun time on the water, is basically what the, the day was yesterday and it was fucking magnificent okay like I just have to say like it, it was a wonderful time it was a truly wonderful time um like it really was like a slap in the face reminder of why I uprooted my life and like it's hard to not get emotional about these things Um, for a multitude of reasons, again, this isn't something that I've experienced really in a very long time, so it's been a little over half my life ago was the last time that I got to experience this kind of thing with any kind of regularity. And uh, I was young and stupid and in a different headspace. And I don't think I really appreciated that for what it was. In the same context that I do now. But then, at the same time, it's really funny because um, observing my brother. Um, so, hit one of his happy places is out on the water. Right? Right? And there was something about the entirety of the event, like it was very reminiscent to me of positive memories from our childhood, you know, cause so here, there's a little backstory to this, right? Um, So, to summarize, my dad was military, and growing up, we didn't get to spend a lot of quality time with our extended family, you know, except for special occasions. So, it would be like, sometimes it would be Christmas, sometimes it would be for the summer, um, but a lot of times we didn't really get to experience this, the whole extended family experience with like, you know, grandparents, cousins, aunts and uncles, and shit like that. Unless, you know, it was a very limited time frame and it was typically a special occasion. So, one of the things that we did experience though, within these time parameters, was our grandma and grandpa, maternal grandma and grandpa, had a pontoon. And we would go out on the reservoir and, you know, just go around, park the boat. Um, We would have hot dogs, cottage cheese, and baked beans, and then go out and swim. And so there's a certain, I wouldn't call it irony, but there's, I I feel like to some degree or another, um, that there might be some kind of a connection, you know, even if it's at a subconscious level to you know, these positive familial experiences and where he's at in terms of this being his happy place. You know, this is one of his favorite places to be, is out on the water on the boat. And, like, I don't know, maybe I'm overanalyzing it. It's very well possible that I am because it's it's a thing I'm a very I'm very analytical and very emotional it's really fucking weird combination but um like I can't help but connect those two dots that you know like this it's a happy place um that kind of connects to happier times you know which for and I'm speaking for myself here most of my fondest memories growing up involve my siblings so yeah like I I really don't have a lot of memories of my parents being involved so my view is very limited in terms of positive like positive childhood stuff it's very limited it's a very small window and um, you know the fucking concussion I got when I was nine really impacted like I guess transfer or whatever I don't know I got fucking brain damage when I was young and unfortunately everything that followed that was kind of shysty and so the things that have been more cemented in my memory from growing up aren't really positive, you know? And so, yeah, that's that's just my fucking tainted-ass vision, though. I'm not saying that's 100% accurate, but just the things that I have that are concrete to draw on, unfortunately, are from a very timid- limited time frame. So... But the thing that fascinates me about that is, and I I had this thought when I was driving, like, because I, my recent trip to Illinois, and I was thinking to myself, and this has been in the back of my head for a while, truthfully, that um, at some point or another, uh, there's a part of me that would like to land in Tennessee, you know? And the, the thing that came to the forefront of my brain during my trip, was I wonder if I'm chasing something. You know, in in this desire. Like, I wonder if I'm chasing something. And by that, like, it's because, like, that's pretty much the last place we were all family. You know? And I mean, like, I, I don't think life was perfect by any means at that time. You know, with like, mom and dad and the siblings. But, The last place that we were at as a family was, you know, like, pretty much at the border of Kentucky and Tennessee. And so, I kind of wonder if, you know, some part of me feels like that might be, like, somewhere, like, it might be somewhere that feels like home. You know? Because, like, I don't know. Like, I don't really feel like I have that. You know, in terms of, like, geography. Um, The places that I've felt most at home have been few and far between because of, you know, the transient lifestyle of a military brat. And it's uh, challenging, you know. Like, the only reason I stayed where I was as long as I did is because I was married to somebody that was tethered to that location. And it took me a little while after getting out on my own to realize that the only thing that was keeping me there at that point was my job. And not to say I don't love the people that I worked with because I really did have a very good quality team at the time that I left. Like I had, I left a great team. Like I had magnificent floor supervisors. Um, The associates that I had working in all of my departments had some quality that they brought to the table that added value did they have shortcomings absolutely fucking okay we all do them but they all added value to that dichotomy of that team in in my mind like I fucking love those people you know like i, I don't i I don't have anything but love for those motherfuckers I really don't Um, Did they frustrate me sometimes? Absolutely. But the flip side of that is my family away from my family is those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like when I was going through the hardest things in my life at that time, that was my support network. Was those people. Um, Sometimes in ways that they don't even know. But, you know, whatever. And so... Because of this, you know, underlying sense of homelessness, like, there's a part of me that is considered, you know, at some point or another, locating, relocating to Tennessee, you know? Like, I actually had an opportunity to, in 2016, that I am still kicking myself for turning it down. Like, I'm still kicking myself for turning it down. It was a great promotion opportunity to go to a place that I wanted to go and this was one of the decisions that led to a buildup of resentment within my ma- marriage you know like there's no fucking qualms about it that this this sacrifice like that I made like I had a lot of resentment over that for a lot of reasons, too. You know, it wasn't just because I wanted, this as a location I wanted to go. It was also the fact that it seemed like shortly after that, it's like my career came to like a standstill. You know? Like, it just came to a complete and utter standstill. And I feel like professionally, within the job that I'm in, or the company that I work for. Let me rephrase that. Like I feel like ever since then I've been stuck. You know? And while I've gotten I've gotten more opportunities to learn new things since that occurred. I regret that choice. Like that. that is... There's not a lot of things that I regret in my life. But I will say there is a part of me. Professionally. You know what I mean? The part of me that's still invested with the company that I work for. Regrets very deeply not taking that opportunity when it came up, you know, and that was a considerable amount of years ago. So, but at the same time, I feel like I have to reflect on that in a way where I understand that for whatever reason, it had to happen that way, my life had to happen that way, you know, like that had to occur for me to get, you know, from point A to point B. Like, that's and I don't know. Like, I, I feel like if I don't carry that mentality about it that that's something that has the propensity to, like, just eat at me. And that's something that I, like, I can't be that person. You know? Like, I can't let things eat at me in that way because like I see what that does and it's extremely extremely unhealthy um, and I, I just can't fucking travel that road so instead I choose to believe that's the way it had to be why? I don't know I don't have to fucking know why all the time a lot of the time yes but all the time no <laughs> I don't have to know it all the time but, yeah, I don't know, family time, you know, it's, it's important, and the other thing that I realized, too, in some of the conversations that I've had, like, I, I I just have to throw this out there, like, I fucking love talking to my sister-in-law, like, we have, such, um, like, we have either amazing conversation or, like, just, like, comfortable silence, (laughs) you know (laughs) like, it's it's two completely opposing things, and I absolutely love it like do I miss living on my own? yeah, I do like, I miss living on my own a lot like, there's something that is very comfortable about isolation to me and I'm sure that stems from some fuckery in my youth. Like, that that is my comfort zone, is being by myself. That's where I feel like I can be the most myself, you know, unconditionally. But at the same time, um, I can say definitively that I feel like this is probably the healthiest living environment that I've ever experienced with other people in my entire life. And I'm fucking 40 years old so you know what I mean like it took a long time to get here It's and it's refreshing it's like it's I don't know it's weird like it's weird to live with other people and not have I don't know like all of the negative feelings that I've ever had towards anybody that I've ever cohabitated with at any other points in my life and it's weird cause like I don't know So how much of that is the company that I'm keeping in this living environment? And how much of that is, like, the mental health status of all the parties involved? You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm in, like, mentally speaking, I feel like I'm in a really good place. You know? Like, I feel like I'm focused... I'm in the process of establishing community in my area, both with my family and outside of my family with the people that I work with and it's a really good place to be, you know? Um, It's different. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's, It's a challenge but it's not bad it's a positive challenge you know it's a positive change like I'm overall I'm very content that I chose to get outside of my comfort zone you know and I would encourage anybody that's listening to find a way to do the same you know explore yourself get to know yourself fucking love yourself you know really like these are important concepts like really important concepts you know and at the same time like don't be a fucking afraid to love other people i don't know that's pretty much all i've got for today is love where you are love who you're with all that happy good shit so i'm signing off in the meantime everybody be well